Hey, welcome back to the Trainers Lab podcast. My name is Ms. Hawk, and I'm here today with Blake Scheidt. Um, we're pumped to be here with you today because we've been chatting off air about both of our, you know, ideal clients, avatars, people we'd like more of on our roster, more of in our inboxes when we wake up in the morning, being like, hey, work with me, I, you know, I need your help. Like, who mm-hmm. are those people? Um, we wanted to take some time to focus an episode around how you can find that for yourself. Um, and we have a couple ideas, I think, that are maybe not what you're commonly told when it's about identifying your target client, target customer, target listener. Um, and we want to experiment some of that today with you and you know see if it helps you uh, nail down somebody that eventually turns into a deal, right? Turns into a closed deal at the end of yeah. the day, not just this idea that's in the ether about your target client. So um, how does that sound, Blake? Is that uh, accurate yeah. in terms of what we're going to be diving Sounds into? Sounds good. And I think I think both of us are kind of uh, – this is an ongoing process like we talked about. So I think uh, learning to um, kind of embrace that this can change and get more precise as you grow in your career is kind of a normal thing. And when you're starting out, maybe your avatar is much broader – um, and then it becomes more niched as you get into your career. Um, I know like, so you do remote coaching, but you also, a, a big part of your income is doing, uh, Pod Mahal and working with people with podcasts. So when you do that, you know, and this is applicable to the remote coach, how do you think through, um, what, what was your original avatar and like what has become more of your avatar maybe in the last three to four years? I'm so glad you asked me this question because in the beginning I was chasing the completely wrong avatar that wasted probably, you know, a good 12 months. Like it did, I did find those clients eventually, they served the time that they needed, but I kept running into issues with this original target client, which was somebody who, um, you know, is trying to start a podcast, right? So somebody who is trying to like, like they want to do it, they have an idea. Um, Like one of my first clients was this dude in Austin, right? He owns several businesses, grocery store, gyms, this big building with 10 other businesses inside. So he's a real entrepreneur. He's former military. um, And so he is, he has a lot of cool stories, right? And he's, he's a, um, he's somebody where I saw like, hey, you, you're somebody where if you had access to, and he already wanted to start a podcast, right? So um, it was kind of like, how do I help that group of people do this from scratch, which is in theory a great idea, right? And I still do help that clientele today, um, but they probably make up like 15% of my roster relative to before. They were like, oh, this is going to be 100% of my roster as people who are starting from scratch. And can I tell you the problem that I encountered with this group? Um, they would fall off or there is so many, like the chances of, if you put 10 people in front of me who are trying to start one, the most confident people you can think of, the most seasoned people in their careers, like I'm talking cybersecurity and, you know, they've done crazy things in their career. They're an analyst. They've been doing this for 30 years, but all of a sudden, like there's the resistance to you know, following through with the idea, feeling imposter syndrome, all of them had that at some point to where that affected the speed of my service, right? So if you're falling off, it's preventing me from helping make this thing 
come to fruition by helping you launch this thing into the world and me getting to feel like, oh, okay, I did a successful job, you know, with my job. So that was my target client in the beginning, right? And because I had already also helped a ton of people uh, do this for free, right? So I had kind of like, oh, this should be my target client, right? It worked for a year or so. And then I stumbled ac across like, I would say my next avatar, okay, who led me to what my current avatar really is today. But it's people who already had not just podcasts, they were doing webinars, they had YouTube channels, all this stuff, and they needed video editing and podcast editing for those specific things. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm helping you come up with something from scratch. I'm helping you go from like, not zero to one, but like nine to a hundred type situation. And so those clients were so much easier to work with. Um, they're more consistent revenue wise, everything, because like, you know what I mean? They just, they're doing this thing with or without me. And I'm just playing a great role in supporting them, you know, versus like having to make the whole thing up from scratch and relying on mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's an easy shift yep. in effort where it gave me the same, like r more revenue, but for, I don't know, less work and more satisfaction. Now, current today, my uh, two avatars that I mentioned to you, my like target clients are enterprises and entrepreneurs, right? So enterprises are typically companies that are working with, you know, have teams of bigger than a hundred. Um, so I'm, over time now, once I've gotten a few of those, I doubled down and it's like, okay, I want to work with Fortune 1000, Fortune 500 um, companies. And that was something that, you know, wasn't something I had in mind in the beginning because I was like, oh, it's a lot of work. I don't know what it'll be like to nail those clients. I don't want to fly anywhere. But then all of a sudden I work with somebody who's like a billion dollar company, right? And what it's like to work with them. They're associated with brands like Vanguard, Target, Home Depot, like I said. So it created this consistent part of like, like I was saying earlier, where instead of trying to help somebody do this all from scratch, like I'm going to people who are already doing it or want it and less work, more satisfaction, even more revenue, right? So that was the third iteration of like, oh, I need to be working with companies. Like uh, these corporate companies are actually pretty awesome. You know, they are a little boring, but hey, they they pay well. Okay, that now my second part of that, on um, I said enterprises and entrepreneurs, right? So the entrepreneur part is that could be taken very broadly, right? Oh, are you helping people who are starting from scratch? No, I used to. I do not do that. I don't have room in my roster now to take on people who are like in a startup phase and they're like asking for, you know, 75% off just because they're a startup. I, I don't have the risk. Uh, like I've done that for myself. I don't feel like helping out that crew anymore. And so the entrepreneurs that I help are the ones who, like I said, that one client, she got to 9,700 YouTube subscribers when she started working with me. 57 days later, we had crossed 100,000 and she got her YouTube creator award. And now she's like, even less, you know, a couple months after that, like she's already at 150, 200, you know, it's, it's moving on up, right? Um, and there's this reliability in that client, the same way there is for the enterprises and companies that I work with, which is like, oh, you have so much work that like, it's not gonna run out, right? It's kind of like, like versus that first original client that I had, the problem was almost that like, 
yeah, in a way the work could run out because you might stop recording, you might stop, you might feel imposter syndrome and just trash the whole idea. You might not actually follow through with it. And these are, I can only speak confidently about it because I worked with enough of those types of clients and did those calls and analyzed this data where it took me a, a year to realize it, but I was like, dude, what am I doing? Why not just go with this crew over here and double down? So anyways, that's kind of, uh, I would say, who my target client was in the beginning and how it's evolved to now. Very different, but I needed all those people in those stages of my career where I was at. Like I did need those people who were starting from scratch and I was really serving like, like I was doing video editing man for like five bucks a video. You know what I mean? When I first started <laughs> just to get that portfolio experience, seriously. And yeah. I did like, I took on 20 of them and I realized, oh my gosh, this took up my bandwidth for the whole week. You know what I mean? And now it's like, there's a price that like nobody even gets access to because like we just double down on that portfolio effect. And over time, we're able to put ourselves around those types of clients that are willing to pay that too. Right. Cause sure. it was a leap, you know, it was like, so before diving too much into that, I, I don't know. I just kind of, uh, no, that's good. an overview yeah. of that. Hope that was, helpful. we're going to make this a quick, uh, quicker podcast, but in, in kind of wrapping it up, what would you say to our listeners, uh, are like three key ways to kind of process your avatar, your perfect avatar journey. So like, what would be kind of like the key principles that you kind of listed out there that would help you think through how you got to that or how they can kind of get to their perfect avatar. Most important thing that I can say here is do whatever you need to do to nail a real, like that avatar you have in mind, try to, even if you need to do work for free for that kind of person, try your best to actually nail exactly who you have in mind as a client, even if it's for mm. free or discounted, because what it does is it turned my whole theory of like, oh, I want to work with corporate companies to, oh, this is the company. These are the people they're associated with. This is how much they can spend. This is how much they're worth. Like all of those things became like it filled all the blanks, like, you know, when you are filling out stuff on your phone, it autofills, just autofills as soon as you meet somebody who feels like that avatar you had in mind. So come up with a theory of who you have. But I would say the, the trick is focus on an individual, focus on one person, right? So if you said, hey, my target client is, um, you know, Blake, like if I said that, right, mm -hmm. that makes it easier to be like, oh, okay, does like, tell me more about Blake. Like, what's he care about? You know, um, what are his fears, right? Those types of things make it real versus like Avatar One named Bob, you know, and this person is like, um, you know, graduated from high school, makes more than this much money. It's like, that's not a realistic avatar or exercise, I think. I mean, it's okay, but the way you do it is pick one person that you would be like, wow, I could work with them all day, every day, and I'd be super happy and they'd be happy. You need to identify those types of folks um, because it, you know, at first you don't have them, right? So that's the thing, put yourself around finding at least one. And then that kind of feeds your business for the next, like as you know, 12 months, even sometimes where you're like, until another avatar proves better than the current avatar, that person is your focal point. Like, oh, Blake mm. would think like this. That's you know good. what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So that's how I would uh, fit it into like a realistic scenario. Look around you, 
look at people who you are already in your circle who you could work with um and if they fit that description or are close like this happens naturally. So once you have five, a few clients, right, um, you start to analyze the personality types of each of them. Like, why did they sign up with me? What made them say mm-hmm. yes? So, you know what I mean? And and try to see which one you'd like to duplicate. Like, which one would you like more of? And then now you have specific details to go after. Like, oh, they work at this, uh, you know, they're lawyers. Okay, interesting. Like, And then one's a, you know, one works as a teacher. Okay, interesting. Like what's important to each of them? What are the differences? Um, That's the job, I think, of doing this avatar exercise. It is closing deals and getting clients, but it's giving you a very, very high level understanding of who you help and how you can help them, even in ways that can't be articulated, maybe on this podcast, but things that you know intuitively that you're like yeah no blake wouldn't buy this so i'm not gonna write i'm not right. gonna post that like you know what i'm saying so you have that audit system set up that's awesome man well um if you enjoy this podcast you are um a blessing to me and Mizba. we enjoy getting to make this stuff for you guys and if you are interested in any more of our um our material you can head on over to and we switched this up so what's our new website uh, help me out there trainerslab.io io okay so trainerslab.io and uh, over there we have a new offer too if you want to work with uh, Ms. and I we we have a special offer where we guarantee that we're going to help you get five new clients within the first 90 days uh, remotely we'll help you set up all your systems get you going and get you cranking so um, if you're interested in working with us head on over and do that or check out some of our other blogs and other resources and free podcasts yeah, hit us up. We'd love, we love hearing from people, especially if they are listening. Uh, what problems are you dealing with? Um, we'd love to help out how we can. So um, thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you on the next one. Adios.